Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Everything I know is the show where we're going to talk about some musicals and funnily enough, the lessons that we have learned from them because it's an educational experience in the world but also on this podcast. Are you ready? Yeah! 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 yeah. <laughs> that's our live Learning. studio audience, everyone. Um, that's how we're doing the show from now on. My name is Miranda and I'm going to be hosting this episode, so get ready. Who knows what order the segments are going to be in today. I, I just want to, I just want to put it, throw it out there. Like, <laughs> like you, you've been hosting this ep- the, the, these episodes for a few years now. Yeah. And still haven't got it right. <laughs> Not even once. No, there are a few times you've got it right and Woo! we celebrate it afterwards. Yeah. So let's hope that this is one of them. Yeah, because I love to celebrate. There's usually cake and I love cake. Julie, do you love cake? I don't mind cake. More of a pie gal. I'm a pie gal. We know I'm a pie gal. Yeah. Sour cherry pie is my jam. Ooh. Oh, my pie. Sweet. I get it. <laughs> Zane? Uh, I, I, either or. I don't have much for sweet tooth, but yeah, all right. I'll have, if, if there's cake there, I'll have cake. All right. So it looks like it's up to me and our special guest, Haley, to eat all the cake. Yay. Hi, I too Hayley. love cake. Hi. Woo. There you go. We're eating all the cake. These guys can go sit in a corner with their pie and, I don't know, whatever. Pie and I chips. I literally said I'd eat How cake. I, I would like some, like, salty chips with my pie. That would go down well. You're appealing to me to agree with you on that, and <laughs> I don't know why. Do you I, want chips? I'll have the chips and you have the pie. Okay. okay. Anyway, can I have like one to, of your chips? Um, sure. Hear Thank more you. great food content. I'm sure there's a podcast on our network that talks about that. Not yet. Well, <laughs> if you want to start a podcast, you know where to go. That's not Canon Productions. Um, but we are going to talk about a musical today. What musical slash song cycle have you brought us, Haley? Mm, we're going to talk about the December songs, which is a song cycle, not strictly a musical. But we can still learn things from it, hopefully. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We can. We yeah. can. Mm. We totally will. Yeah. We're going to learn about December, everybody's favourite month. Mm. We're going to learn about snow, everyone's favourite form of ice. <laughs> form of water. It's not <laughs> as useful for putting in drinks, but yeah. Have you snow? tried? Yeah. It might, would it be like a slush? I don't know. I'm not, I'm from Brisbane, guys. It would be like snow a slushy. Is a, a weird. Depending on the kind of thing. snow. Uh, not the yellow snow I hear. Mm, no. That's as far as I... <laughs> my knowledge of snow. Right Unless there. you're feeling like risky. You know? um, now, Haley, you have spoken with us before. Do you remember what show you brought us last time? Uh, no, this is my first time here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Haley's been with us before. No. I just know. This Haley is why I can't have <laughs> I just remind you of 
<laughs> Remember at the start of this episode where we were talking about the celebration cake? I did. It's gone. Um, <laughs> Do I still get my chips? But the, Nope. Yes. <laughs> but oh. the best part about this news is that we get to do the getting to know you quiz with my friend Hayley. Wow. Yay. And I just stuck the song right there in the title. Yeah, you mm-hmm. sure did. When you got Slipped a host and do the, oh gosh, very busy. Okay. So are you ready for the quiz, Hayley? I am. Which musical character would other people compare you to? Okay, I put a I I put this to the the good people of Facebook, and I got precisely one reply, um, <laughs> which I'm a little sad about. Oh yeah, I saw that. Didn't reply. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so and because a lot of my friends um, aren't like heavily into music theater, so they don't have a great knowledge base of. Like characters, don't make so excuses for them. They're terrible people. They're not terrible only they're people. Not Can I guess what the one response them. was? Then I feel like we're working up to it's something very generic. I like don't think you will. Maria but from The Sound of Music. No. No. Mary Poppins. No. Really? Uh, you saw it. You know what it is. Yeah, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I was going to put on it, but first, give me your answer. Was it Lava Girl? Uh, which I don't know if it even counts as a musical, but that's the answer I got. So that's I mean, uh, from singing what in we're there? going with. There is La- singing in oh, there. Oh, from the song in in uh, Spy Kids. No. no. Oh. What? Yeah, I that's thought what that's I what thinking. it was. Like, is there another Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yeah. Which is oh. the Taylor Lautner from? Yeah. Is yeah. That's the crossover. Sings. But yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was Shark. Is Boy there another Lava, Lava Girl? Girl? Are you I thinking you're wrong? I assumed it was Spy Kids. I and thought the that there was girl. a song. No, 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 not 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 from. This is great. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> great uh, chat, guys. Great chat. I'm, I'm going to do a you quick Google. You're thinking okay. of the song from Next to Normal. No, 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 no. It's about. Oh, it's that's about, what I just said. It's oh. about young kids. Uh, <laughs> that it's not. Is it's so not 13, but they're like, they want to like do something, and one of them wants to be a superhero. Captain Louis. Maybe. Uh, oh, I do hear it in my head now. And yeah, do say right? another girl. Um, mm. Let me do some, a quick Google. Okay. Continue on right, with okay. the quiz. Um, oh. I was going to put on that post, Penny Pingleton from Hairspray, but then I thought you might not appreciate that. I so don't mind. I am happy with any and all comparisons. I just feel like you have a very similar energy to her in mm-hmm. your like in your positivity and Aww. the way you like to share a little bit of joy in people's lives. Oh, that's so flattering. Thank I have um, the opposite. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I have something from a musical that I hate, but I think you would do very, very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I've immediately forgotten who it was. Oh. Um, Rooster's girlfriend and Annie. Hey. Lily St. Regis. I just think it would be like, <laughs> I could just like, mm, I could see it work mm. and it makes me happy. I never thought so about that. a little that. bit of a mix between... But the musical is just trash. So yeah, all right. Is that problem? Um, uh, let's move on. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Mm, I have a couple. Um, I would like to be compared to Elizabeth Schuyler. To just be, you know, of casual genius sisters. of the Schuyler sisters. Yes. That Hamilton would be nice. fame, of course. Um, <laughs> mm. Is that a musical? Sorry. <laughs> I dare say it is. Uh, and also, uh, can I have more than one? Yeah, yes. okay, cool. All right, I just I wrote down a few options. I wasn't sure. Uh, Here's my list of sixteen. Here's my list <laughs> of my preparation. Uh, Ravenclaw, um, Grace O'Malley from the Pirate Queen. Oh. Love to be. We haven't had anyone give us that before. Yeah, no. we haven't had anyone Schoenberg. give us Pirate Queen before. Mm. You're welcome back. 
Uh, <laughs> thanks. You've hit Julie approval status. Congratulations. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to the next it comes question. with a medal. <laughs> what is your dream role? I can only have one, can I? Yes. Okay. <sighs> if I had to pick one. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I'll pick one. You can I'll, do it. I'll follow the rules. Uh, if I had to pick one, I would say Diana Goodman from Next to Normal. Mm. Be you picked a yeah. good one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think I could I could manage that one. And just like a real happy fun time to do over <laughs> and over. And yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one of those roles that I think that would be amazing to do once. Yes. And then never do it again. And I, don't, I don't know how it. anybody would cope eight shows a week mm. in a role like that. Anyway, that's just my best unless tip. unless you just had like the best, happiest, most fun-filled, relaxing family and life outside of the show. Yes, yeah, everything has to be in place before you audition for that show. Was that the show that the original cast were an actual couple? I believe so. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe. So they went home and they were like, "Hey, <laughs> oof, how you feeling?" <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that worked, but um, amazing props to them. What's your favourite sometime show, Haley? <gasps> Again, so hard to choose, but I'd have to say Into the Woods is well my done. fave. Yes, I agree with <laughs> is you. Is there a wrong answer to that question? <laughs> yes. Oh. I'm sure is there? there is. There must be. I think we've had all of them. Has there been a bad sometime? All of them. We'd have to check with mm. um, Stephen. <laughs> Just find out. Give Steve a call. Stephen. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Just wondering, um, I know you've been listening to every episode. Um, have we covered everything you've ever written? Uh, what's your go-to shower song? Oh, I always find this question difficult. It's it's always what I'm working on, like mm-hmm. as an MD or uh, it could be one of my choir songs or maybe one of my own songs that I'm working on very rarely. Not one that I compose, like that I'm learning for myself, which <laughs> never happens because <laughs> who has time for that? Um uh, at the moment, uh, my shower song <laughs> is, um, and here comes the Nitty Roots, uh, Secret Tunnel from Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> nice. I'm so glad someone, yeah. <laughs> Secret Tunnel, Secret Tunnel, Secret Tunnel, <laughs> that is, oh, would be I my go-to shower song. Uh, well, we're not going to copyright it. Oh, right, okay, on sure. It. No, 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 just this is, I'm sure those few bars are fine. Um, I look forward to the full and complete concert after we finish recording. Yes, um, I have learnt the chords, in fact. Okay, good. <laughs> you play them in your shower on the ukulele? Mm. Yes. Someone should invent a shower ukulele. You could get a... I'm pretty sure you get plastic plastic ones. ones. Yeah, Yeah, but would it play Uh, if the strings were wet? And it would fill up with water too, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that may not work. Um, Anyway, we're going to work on that as well. Uh, (laughs) While Hayley tells us the musical in the whole world that should no longer exist, Mm -hmm. you have to delete a musical. Which one is it? I don't know if this has been done. Here we go. I know everyone says that because it's like, I haven't listened to every episode. No, half the people say that and half the people say, now this is going to be controversial. Ah. <laughs> no, this is, this, everyone will agree with this. This is not controversial. Tommy. Oh. I disagree. Oh, <laughs> I don't think anyone said it, if that helps you. Yeah, no, I think that is the yeah, first I think time that we've is had the first it. Time. Um, I can totally see where you're coming from. I, I can see where you're coming garbage. from. Garbage. Like, yeah. It is. It's, A it's, garbage. It is. It is. A hot will, it's, garbage it's, fire. it's from that whole period of, of Broadway where they were doing different they were trained things and, they yeah. were, and Tommy is like different just for the sake of being different. Yeah. Yeah. 100% written on. Yeah. Drugs. Oh, absolutely. Many kinds, yeah. but it, it didn't well, result see, in a some productive things genius. Some things that I like and some things that I don't. 
Yeah. Um, it's a recipe for success only half of the time. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, it really depends on who's writing it as well. Yeah. When it's the and who that was who have already done lots of pun. drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 so it's not going to go well. Cool. Well, you have completed the quiz. Congratulations. I did it. Yay. <laughs> I was Thanks. waiting for the applause sound effect. Oh. I don't have. Uh, we have too much music to, for me to load applause. <laughs> in. I will press the button on one of them. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hayley, tell us all about the song cycle that is December songs. The song cycle that is December songs. December songs, semicolon, the song cycle. There's th- a full colon. I, I don't know if it has a, a <laughs> subtitle. I'm not seeing a colon I think all. it's just called the no December colon. songs. All right. But then like, on any album come, it'd be like, a song cycle by Maury Yeston. Ooh. Uh, yeah, because... That's that's what oh, I looked at that name, Maury, yesterday and I said, what a lovely girl's name. Mm. It's not. No. Maury. Maury for yeah. a girl. Maury. I don't know. Maury it Pooch. sounds like Maureen to me. It could be a good girl. Anyway. Mm. Mm. anyway. But it is a man name. He's a man. He is a man. He's still alive, by the way. So no bad mouth. Good job, Maury. <laughs> I mean, if <laughs> we went we by forget. those rules. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was written, it was commissioned, in fact, in 1991 to celebrate the 100-year anniversary of Carnegie Hall uh, in New York. Aww. I mean, Happy birthday, commission, Carnegie Hall. Yeah. This is a strange thing to commission. Yeah, well, I think... I don't, I, I don't know the whole story, but I'm assuming the people who run Carnegie Hall approached Maury yesterday and were like, what you get? write something. He was like, I want to write this. And they were and like, like, oh, all oh, right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> they were we've com- already spent the money. Oh. They yeah. were commissioning um, artists to create various things. So there were some instrumental pieces. There yes, were, there like, was a string quartet. There yeah. was a, a new so aria, then it was like, I think. Oh, and let's get this guy, this Maury guy, to just put together a bit of a song for yeah. us. And Maury said, said, all right. Let me show you what I, what I You're got. You're on. <laughs> yeah. So Maury decided to write a one-person show, I guess originally a one-woman show, just for piano and voice, um, that was based on uh, Schubert's, uh, Schubert's song cycle called Die Winterreis. I hope I said that right. Winterreise. Winterreise. Thank you. Same um, is our resident <laughs> German pronunciation. Yes, I do not speak German. Um, <laughs> lucky I have students who do, so I rely on them. Uh, <laughs> Die Winterreise, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when that song cycle, it's an art song cycle, and that's based on a dude walking through a snowy the Vienna woods, uh, thinking of his lost love, and he slowly goes crazy. What and a so, Debbie Downer. Yes. So Maury was like, mm, no, let's not have her go crazy. Let's have her just reflect on this relationship that has ended and 
you know, find new find a new path at the end. And so instead of, of the Viennese woods, it's through Central Park. Correct. It is through Central Park. Because that it, makes it New York. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of something, though. It reminds me of one episode of Absolutely Fabulous where she's trying to make her own song and she goes, I'm walking down the road, <laughs> looking at the things. <laughs> Have not seen that one. Which is actually surprisingly similar <laughs> to the musical tone that this song cycle strikes. Um, <laughs> a little bit. But do you... To me, this feels like a strange idea to have gone, you know what Carnegie Hall needs for its birthday? Yeah. A song cycle about lost love in the snow that I think ends in death. Is that right? No, it doesn't end in death. But there's a lot of talking about... She thinks about it. Yeah. Um, So do you think this is a concept he was kicking around that they picked up or do you think... They had no idea. I, they were blindsided by I, this. I, I oh, feel, we don't know. This is a I feel game. like it was a blank check. Um, yeah. They just said, could yeah. you please... Just write something. Write something for us. Here's and he an was approximate like, length. I but had this idea. Mm. Let's use this time to... Time and money. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I the think that's what's is, happened. Maybe he pocketed some of it. Because <laughs> it's a one-woman, one-piano show. Well, that, that's what happens when you commission something. You are he's paid like, for the time know, that you spend like, on it. Yeah, I, could, I could do this on the cheap. It would just be a good time, you know. <laughs> I, I think the performers got paid regardless yeah. of the yeah. commission check. Yeah. Less performers. Um, and it was written specifically for the woman who performed it. Yes. Um, in theory. So I don't know how much she had to do Andrea with it. Andrea Markovici. Yes. Yeah. Who was originally so a cabaret quite good singer? At Italian pronunciation. It's just a name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marco, Markovici sounds right. Yeah. 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 So he. Yeah. He wrote it with her in mind. Mm. I, I don't know if she was his muse or something for any amount of time, but yeah, he wrote it with a a cabaret approach in mind. And the mm. original um, Schubert mm. was twenty songs, and he cut that down. He's just like, no, no, just don't nice need modern don't need ten. That. Yep. Um, just ten. <laughs> just, just mm. you know, snipped it for the the modern audience, mm. the attention span, perhaps. Um, you we... didn't snip it enough for my attention span. <laughs> I think it, we'll I think talk it's about a good that length. in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I I think it probably is enough. Mm. Long. Mm. <laughs> Any other thoughts? And, and I will say, like, Winterreiser is also written for voice and piano. Yes. Like, mm. it's not, yeah. uh, like, a, a whole thing. Mm. Um, but it's also based on poems. Yes. So Schubert based it on poems and then... Uh, so it's a bit of an Andrew Lloyd Webber cat situation. <laughs> uh, sure. Like, it, it's, it's, it's the same old, like, book into movie, into musical, into movie, into mm. comic cycle, book, yeah. into <laughs> cabaret, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. Would you care to walk us through the, the songs very, very quickly? We normally do a two-minute um, rundown of the plot. Pitch. Right? Yes. So we don't... There's not really... There's not much there's of not a plot. plot. There is... I so mean, there is a journey. Do, can we do a one-minute, just a short elevator ride mm-hmm. of uh, the ten-song rundown? Sure. You want okay. each song? Is are you, I can set it, yep. You're Zane's timing. Oh, God. Okay. So Ooh. one minute. One minute. We want to just cover everything that happens in the whole song cycle in one minute. On your mark, get set, go. Okay. We start with December snow, which sets the scene. This woman's walking in the park and she's sad about her breakup that I think happened two years ago. You're 10 seconds. You have 50 <laughs> seconds left. So then she thinks about uh, where he is and doesn't want to meet him again and then thinks about how... Oh, this is so hard. Uh, 
She ruminates a lot on the good and bad times, uh, has a random song about her grandmother's love letters, um, thinks about committing suicide, and then doesn't, and it's a relief. Hey, what well, a relief. That, that's, that's 35 seconds. Ha, so I did you, it. You've got yes. 25 <laughs> seconds more. The panic in the middle there. Yes. Just really set it up. Um, it's funny that you say random song about grandma's letters because that's actually the one song that I felt most connected to. Like, it's it a really the, pretty song. It was yeah. the song that felt like it didn't... I don't know, it, it, it can exist on its own, maybe? It can, yes. Is that... Mm. I think it's because that's that song in particular kind of frames a story in itself. Yes, so it's like, it does. I was pining about my love and I went to put it away and I found my grandmother's experiences and mm. this is how I feel about that. Yeah. Whereas everything else is kind of like... We've we've heard this the story so many times. Like I have a, had a failed relationship, and this is how I'm feeling. And then mm. the next song is I've had a bad relationship, and this is how I'm feeling. And mm. this is how I'm feeling now. Yeah. <laughs> and I've thought about how I felt before, and I I've still revised. feel that way. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm all for storytelling and song. That's that's my thing. Mm. And I think that song cycles do one of two things they either tell one story over the whole cycle mm. or they tell a lot of snippets of of songs which is what we see more in things like um edges and uh, I love songs for new world songs for new world was yep. what i was thinking Ouch. of yeah so this one is a little bit more like classical the mm. classical song cycle which yeah. is the one story the over, one overarching idea over, yeah yeah mm. um where it is one character. And I think that's that's sort of where that cabaret concept, mm. sort mm. of that's what the modern take on that exact thing. And it's interesting to hear when you first start listening to it, you could really imagine it with, you know, a one woman in her, you know, stays and corset <laughs> and um, standing next to a harpsichord and singing these songs. Yeah, absolutely. Um Toward the end, it feels like it starts to get a little bit more modern. That's maybe just me getting used to hearing it. or st- It dips in and out of yeah. different styles a lot. Like Yeah, I, th- I think everything from the fifth song, which is Bookseller in the Rain, mm. up until about I've Had a Dream About You, that kind of feels more modern and mm. then it kind of goes back to that more classical sounding at the end um, with mm. uh, By the River um, particularly. Yeah, I would say... I Am Longing, the seventh song, is where it goes back to more of a classical kind of feel. I just got such, like, Rodgers and Hammerstein feels from it, like 1950s kind of Well, it's literally a, uh, I am feeling a feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Let me sing about it. (laughs) I am longing to be loved. I am longing to be loved. I am longing to be loved. And those are basically all the lyrics. There is Um, a lot of repetition in the lyrics, and I think that's mm. probably another thing that makes me feel that classical interpretation mm. or influence coming through because mm. that is something that would often happen in yeah. um, classical music and um, what was the thing? like parlour music. Yeah. That's, yeah. That sort of level of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Julie? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us anything about the, the music, Hayley? Oh, I could go on and on. About the music to go on, just (laughs) one singular on. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I could talk about my favorite song in the cycle. Please, my favorite is "Bookseller in the Rain." Which one was mine? I really, really, really like it. Closely followed by my grandmother's love letters, which was how I found this show. Can you? 
tell us why it's your favorite because those are my two favorites as well so mm. i'm interested on in whether it's a uh, a common thing did you did i i really enjoy love letters yeah I think Bookseller in the Rain is my least favourite song. Oh, really? I don't know. It's okay. just that that slap in the face of, here's my metaphor about a wet book. <laughs> there was a metaphor oh, in this? I didn't yeah. feel it was that in your face. The end, it's like, and I am a closed book too, just Hate to be it. clear. But, but I liked it. <laughs> I, my favourite song in it is um, By the River, purely for the piano, mm. like the opening yeah, sequence yeah. Mm. I'm like, ah, and then they started singing oh, it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it does it does feel less like like there are two singers mm. sometimes the piano takes the melody it's mm. not just accompaniment it's definitely a performance by two musicians yes yeah yeah, yeah definitely um what i love about bookseller is it has a lot of those great like speech rhythms um that like it was only just sort of starting to come through a little bit. Like this is 91. Mm-hmm. Like you don't sort of see that until a bit later on, like with the Jason Robert Browns and, and things like that. I just thought, oh, wow, that sounds really contemporary for 1991. And I really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, I really like the storytelling um, about just watching this bookseller, you know, and the, you know, the things happening, packing up the books with the rain. Um, and I like the metaphor, even if it, <laughs> even if it is a punch in the head. I'm a closed book. Too, I mean, yeah, at the I, end. I would like to hop on board here mm. because I think musicals that either don't have a metaphor or have a metaphor that isn't clear are uh, I don't like. Mm. I, I I was about to say they're inherently inferior, but I feel <laughs> that they are inherently inferior because I've I've listened to a couple musicals that like there's these charm songs that we we biscuits biscuits <laughs> that that are included and as like if you if you have a charm song that isn't part of the overarching metaphor it's pointless like the, it literally has no mm. point mm. um and i think there's never room for one of those in a song cycle though correct yeah no. there's plenty yeah. of room for that <laughs> and the tap number and you know in your average blockbuster musical yeah well i think we'll talk about this in other musicals that are coming up uh, <laughs> because I have feelings about that. But I, 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 I like Bookseller in the Rain specifically because if if she's talking about herself through the metaphor of the Bookseller in the Rain, at least it's not just her telling the same story over and over again like we have had in the, in the, in the three songs leading up to this. Yeah, she's yeah. telling someone yeah. else's story and then yeah. linking it yeah. into her experience. Um, I also tracked down the music because... I wanted to. Um, <laughs> and uh, can I just say, the opening time signatures go on a roller coaster ride. We have some 616, uh-huh. some 516, uh-huh. and some 716. I often write in mm. 716, yeah. purely 516. If I'm honest, I don't even really know how to count that. As, as a... It's like a, it's in the semi-quavers. It's, it's silly. You would count it in 7, 8. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so why? I'm just going to sit in, here it's, quietly. It's, it's written in that because the accompaniment is in semiquavers and he wanted to write it like that, I think, so that it was easier for the accompanist to read, I think. I'm not a musicologist. Um, um, you know who is? Maury Yeston. 
He is. Yes. He so is. So he's described not only as a composer and lyricist, but an educator and musicologist. Mm. Huh. Yep. He has a PhD in... Um, music stuff. In music. And I was trying to remember the name of his thesis. I did read it today. It's something to do with yeah, rhythm. Ladies and gentlemen, help. that is homework. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just, just frustrated Which I by the man. have never and will never do. That's okay. <laughs> so we, we have done... We've only done one of... Maury Eston's musicals mm. on this show before, which was nine. Mm. He's also done Titanic. Have we done Titanic? Maybe we've done Titanic as well. I remember talking about I've the boat in a lake. Yes, me <laughs> yes. too. Um, we've but done he's Titanic. also done Phantom, Death Takes a Holiday and Grand Hotel. Mm. Where in that timeline does this come in? Do we know? This comes in... Post Phantom Disappointment. Post Phantom Disappointment. Let me just have a look. So um, Titanic was ninety seven. So pre Titanic, nine post was Grand Hotel and post nine. Okay, because nine was eighty two. Mm. So nine and, and Grand Hotel were both kind of quite successful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All nine won what five Tonys. I, um, nine did very well when it first came out mm. and mm. has become a bit of a. Uh, Controversial Yeah Like some people like it And some people yeah. It hasn't mm. aged particularly well In no, some ways But I suppose that would be What got him his name Which got him this commission mm. Etc But Grand yes. Hotel did pretty much The same thing mm. It was It was received really well And then just sort of Slipped into the background um, mm. So Yeah it, Titanic Just bombed right <laughs> off, the, off the bat But it's you know, when you listen to all those shows, Nine and Titanic particularly, there's a lot of really complex rhythms and syncopation and mm. very wordy blah, 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 um, patter and, and, you know, almost that's what we now call Sondheim-esque kind of um, forced rhyme and yeah, al- yeah. Yeah. next level clever, even when it feels a bit, <laughs> oh, really? Um, <laughs> but none of that is in this. No. This no. is really simplistic musically, but complex emotionally maybe? Yeah, I mean, this is a spoiler for the – this is going to go in the top five later, but <laughs> the, the accompaniment is like nuts at times. Like, But it all comes across as it very – It sounds simple. Mm. Yeah. But that maybe it's because I was, I, was, I was listening to it and reading the music at the same time, but you look at it and you're like, oh, damn, that is – hard to play like it's there's a couple of and he has this recurring theme of like triplets and then they come back as semi-quaver triplets and it's all it's all very exciting but you're right it, it comes it comes across as um demure is that the right word it's yeah it's maybe kind of. yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah i get what you're saying yeah it doesn't come across as showy particularly it, the main melodies mm. that repetition of the um, intervals are a lot yeah, like the same phrase over and over. I think and predictable melody as well. Sometimes. And then sometimes it's just like, woo, big jumps. <laughs> I'm getting the wind up. <laughs> okay. If you call it out, there's no point in me doing it silently. I'm saying we have now reached the point where we can continue. We need to stop talking, at, Miranda. At, at the next interval. I want to hear more about <laughs> well, the music. We okay, can learn. Can. We can learn more from Haley in the lessons we learned. The yeah. lessons learned segment is up next, guys.
Thanks for the mini reminder, Zane. You're very the welcome. lessons are coming up next. <laughs> um, so what have we learnt from Laurie Yeston, who is an educator and musicologist? Well, I, I believe you've learned a lot from the music or <laughs> yeah. you're going to teach us about the music. It's so exciting. <laughs> oh, just, just about the music? About well, anything, anything you, you yeah. like. Anything, anything I like. Because I learnt approximately nothing. Aww. <laughs> I learned mm. that this crazy woman walking through the park is a closed book. Oh, she's not crazy. She's sad. She's, she's grieving. Sad. She's grieving. I learned that grief has many stages and all of them are valid, even if they are scary and confronting. You learned that from this? Yeah. Aww. Well, <laughs> this is a great example of that there we yeah. go. lesson. <laughs> I learned that the song cycle was based on song cycles that are a classical thing rather than like an actual just... I've only, oh. ever, mm. I've only ever really heard them referred to in the cabaret musical theatre mm. uh, mm. way. So I didn't know that Schubert wrote song cycles. And yeah, that's what yes. I learned from this. Of course he did. Well, okay. Yeah, now I know. <laughs> he wrote a couple. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have learned that it's cold in December. Did you learn that from this though? <laughs> in the Northern Hemisphere. In the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> um, well, they talk about... There's a few Christmas oh, carols that, are <laughs> mention <laughs> that mention it. it. Oh, I learned a thing. Um, and this is linked to the music. Uh, even after you do a lot of thinking about something that requires a lot of emotional labour, you can still end up back at square one, mm. um, which is evidenced in the final song, What a Relief, in that it has a coda that is a reprise of not e Let's Not Ever Say Hello and then December s Snow. So it finishes right back where it started. So she's done all this um, work. work. Emotional labour, yeah. Yeah, and if finally she's like, oh, I can turn over a new leaf, I can start afresh, and then she just descends back into... I don't want to see you on the street. Yeah. yeah. I oh, here I am. It's cold. <laughs> like I am alone. <laughs> yeah. It's and it's really sad. Um that But relatable. Uh, but relatable because that can happen. You can do all this work and then you slip back into old Yeah, but turns out I don't I, I don't wanna. I, <laughs> I don't wanna just wanna wallow for a bit. Exactly. Yeah. I know what I have to do now, but wallowing is, is mm. number one. And that's that I think <laughs> that's a lesson that we can learn from two songs in there mm. the two that i brought up before bookseller in the rain and my grandmother's love letters mm. is the the way that we can teach ourselves by observing other people's stories and yes. telling other people's stories to ourselves because bookseller in the rain is more of that like yes that's a perfect metaphor for how i'm feeling but then grandmother's love letters is is a is kind of a more optimistic view of like love has existed and exists outside of me and I could find it again. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, it goes back into I'm so sorry. I'm, oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad, yeah. <laughs> so we come back to that, yeah. <clears throat> Just um, FYI, still sad. <laughs> I think it's also a lesson in follow your heart and write whatever the hell you want to write. Mm. Like, yeah. This was never intended to be... Mass a breakout appealing musical. a yeah. Broadway musical or a Broadway thing. Mm. Yeston was just like, I want to write this, and he did. So good job. Do what you want, but Especially also people write you a blank check. We're still <laughs> talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck. Um, it has been performed worldwide, including in France, the UK, Germany, Holland, and my favorite, Poland. Mm. It has been translated into Polish. Just picture for me for a moment. <laughs> <clears throat> a cold, a cold wintry day in Poland. Yep. 
and a sad Polish lady singing sad songs in Polish. My interest... <clears throat> I just feel like that's the best way to experience it's the pinnacle this show. of the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that real Soviet sadness. Yeah, yeah. yeah Soviet, Soviet yeah. era Poland. <laughs> I am a Polish book. <laughs> yes. And it's Polish rain. Yes, yes. which is just sleet. And my grandmother <laughs> yeah. is Polish and her love letters are also. Okay, stop now. She sent them during the war. During the secret. war, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I just feel like I would appreciate that version more than the English version. I'm not sure I have the same emotional connection to Poland that you do. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just about that shortcut to a little bit of an understanding of... I don't know, misery. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sure Poland is a great place to hang out these days. But Unless you're gay. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, speaking of which... Uh, Shut that one down. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> the most recent recording of this show um, is by a cabaret singer, Stearns Matthews, who is a gentleman. Yes. Yes, the Hello. first recording by man. Yeah. I actually really prefer hearing the songs in his voice. Yeah. Yeah, I've only listened to a few, um, but I did enjoy the different perspective that mm. it brought. I'm not sold on him entirely. Mm. I like no, I don't like it. Is what I don't like. Uh, I don't like him. I don't like <laughs> the he, voice. Like his I don't voice? like the sound. I okay. don't like him as a person. No, I'm joking. Oh, um, <laughs> I've well, never maybe. met him. I'm sure he's lovely, but I d- I do like some of the songs sung by, sung in that like female voice. Mm-hmm. Even though Miranda, as you said before, maybe you don't like it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see if we can figure out who would be the best possible person to ever record this in our next segment called Dreamcast, Dreamcast. <laughs> uh, Zach Efron would be great in this. No. <laughs> no in, in no world. No. In no world would Zach Efron have... But what if, would he even understand what he's singing about? Yeah. Hey, he's a smart Please, boy. Yeah, don't no. insult the intelligence. Yeah, he is smart enough to quarantine in Australia, okay? He's been chilling on the bay. Shout out to Zach. Mm, okay, yeah. Quarantining <laughs> in Australia is a far cry from delivering these songs with the emotional depth that they need in mm. Polish or otherwise. <laughs> he might be able to speak Polish. We don't know. Okay, I don't want to find out. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have. Seen, I see what you're doing. You tweet, I like this character. Good character, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> he secretly pines for Zach. Okay, so um, <laughs> if Zach is unavailable, though, who are we going with? I mean, so Laura Osnes sang Maury Yeston. Yes, I've decided. You continue. In it's not going to be as good as who I've decided, but continue. In, um, in like a. a what was that? Fifty four. Cab- yeah, she did a cabaret of Maury Yeston songs. Mm. Um, and I think that she would do it really well. Mm. Um, but I think I can I can actually pretty confidently say uh, my girl Audra. Damn it, that's what I was gonna could, say. Um, Me too. Could do this really well. She's got the classical chops. Yeah. You know what? While we're at it, let's make her do the Schubert version instead because that's gonna <laughs> oh, be a good time. She should do double header. Double the one yeah. concert. Yes. <laughs> 34 songs. You got it. <laughs> oh, wait, no, but... Get ready to feel the sad. Schubert, the Schubert is by a dude, so she, had, she could... Yeah, it would well, be a concert Sh- with... Schubert has... Zach uh, can do the Schubert. <laughs> oh, no. God. <laughs> Butcher it. Oh. I, I'd still pay to see that because I think it's pretty funny. 
<laughs> Turns into a comedy. Schubert had uh, transposed it for different voices. He had, that's yeah. right. So yeah. it's, it's not... Uh, Which was it unusual been done before. at the yeah. time. Mm. Um, I have one that I actually uh, wrote down for our next episode. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Bernadette Robinson, who oh. I l- love for having seen in Songs for Nobodies. Um, mm. She does a lot of... Uh, she comes from a – she has a brilliant voice and she does a lot of um, – what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Cabaret. Sounding like other people. Oh, imp- impersonations. Impersonations. Impressions. Sort of. But they're not impressions. Anyway. Um, y- yes and no. But okay. she comes from um, – In the style of. In the style of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Watching her act, the intention would mm. be sublime, I think. Yeah. Hmm. And I mean, you can look forward to hearing her name again in next week's episode. It is a, a single person cast, so it is, yeah. you can't really, there's not really a lot of like once you've gone, like, oh, mm. yeah, I want that. You know. Yeah. All it's right, fine. Sure. You got one person, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a person, Hayley? I did. Well, I had Audra and I had a couple of others. Um, I thought uh, Katrina Lenk would do a really nice job. Where she, do I know that name from? She did the band's visit. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember her voice, but I remember mm. her name. It is interesting. It is a very interesting timbre. I like it. And I think I, I, I am not sure if she's classically trained, but I'm sure she could handle the music. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then a really left field one, um, Kate Miller Heidke. Okay. No, I'm, I'm with you. I could imagine maybe. that. Yeah. I can see it. I don't yeah. hate it. Yeah. I just thought. And entirely. I was trying to think of an Australian artist. I do think like like it would be weird for an Australian. On the shower ukulele. It would be weird for an Australian to sing this song because we don't have that uh, that snowy. It's true. Experience. Well, it's really hot. (laughs) Parts of Victoria. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not part of our Australian. Yeah. Experience. If you add in some stuff about apples, maybe it could be Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or Stanthorpe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the apple seller in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> I am a closed apple too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we can move on. Quote of the show? No. All right. We're going to do top fives. Here we go. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Top five, top five, top five. Anybody got top five? <laughs> top five song cycle? Yeah, Mu- like music sure. theatre song mm. cycle? We can't lump it in with classical, otherwise, there's too many. Top five. There's a lot. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot yeah. of musical song cycles. I um, really want to agree with you, but I just don't. Sure. <laughs> okay. That's fair. I think <laughs> top top five single person shows, mm-hmm. single performer, single singer. Mm. One woman shows. Sure, I would. I would broaden that out to one person rather than one woman. Mm. Top five <laughs> adaptation of art music. 
sure. into weird cabaret music Can theater hybrid. Can you <laughs> fill out that list for us? Uh, well, um, <laughs> I give, me, I give have, me a minute. <laughs> I have a similar top five in mm. top five uh, uh, works based on poems. That's a better top five. Um, mm. The only other one that I can think of off the top of my head is Wild Party. Cats. Oh. Mm. Both of them. Cats. Cats is... Okay, but yeah, cats there we wouldn't go. even go in that list. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, so, yeah, I think it, it would... Because um, it is based on the poems that originally. Originally, yeah. But even though but the, the story isn't. is different, but the themes mm. are the same. Correct. Um, is there like a top five saddest celebration show saddest yeah. celebration <laughs> written for a celebration <laughs> but it's real sad <laughs> that's that's funny <laughs> i can't think of another one though hmm. <laughs> exist surely um I mean, top yeah. five in 1991 written for carnegie hall show mm. sure yeah, there were others we know that <laughs> yep um, top I five three. <laughs> virtuosic accompaniments or virtuosic Sure, I'll give it to you because I don't Or is it even a score if it's just for piano? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's not virtuosic it's all the time, but it is some of the time. Hayley, Hayley. I think we're stretching. Mm. I have a tough question for you. Yes. Maury Yeston has written, including this, six works. Is yes. this in the top five, Maury Yeston? Who has written more than six? Nine, Titanic, Phantom, Death Takes a Holiday, and Grand Hotel. I want to hear Grand He's written other stuff. But I mean, like something called The Royal Family. Yes. He also Um, wrote a Tom Sawyer ballet. He wrote a review called (laughs) Anything Can Happen in the Theatre. Are any of those going above this? I would say top five. five. Yes. Yes. Mm. I don't think this even makes my top five couldn't make it through the whole album which is hilarious because I made it to By the River which is second to last (laughs) Julie 10 songs it's shorter than most musicals I made it to 9 this is not that's 90% of musicals for you so like you're saying like this isn't better than 90% of other musicals correct and like I I think even Hayley would would agree yeah yeah it's 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 an acquired taste yeah I, I would say it's his top five yeah, yeah, I, I, I would think say, it is yeah. as well. Top five, Yeston. Mm. Um, oh, I, I will say I learned because of this musical, not from this musical, mm. um, that uh, there's another Phantom. Yes, <laughs> Phantom musical. <laughs> it is just called Phantom. <laughs> yeah, no, he got shafted by mm. his investors. So, fun fact: he was writing the songs for Phantom. He started writing them in 1983, and then Phantom of the Opera came out. In 1986, mm. got to write faster. And his investors were like, "Well, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah. we're out." And it shoved it off to regional theater, and then it it didn't get fully developed until 1991. Well, was it released 1991? Mm. Yeah. Maybe 91. if he changed um, the title to Eric, he'd have more luck. Yeah, <laughs> people are like, "What is Eric?" The other Phantom. Oh, I'm watching Phantom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, Christine and Eric. Mm. Uh, the also odd thing about all of that is Phantom of the Opera, which mm. some people falsely claim is opera or operetta, and Julie has an opinion on that we've heard before. Um, Yeston's Phantom is a lot more operetta-like in style. Yes. Mm. So it's actually a lot more 
classical <laughs> than Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the How many Opera. samples mm. of Pink Floyd are there in the orchestration though? <laughs> Hang on, let me just check. Um, <laughs> no mention. Oh, so interesting. Well, it's either definitely a lot mentioned or none. It's definitely mentioned on the Andrew Lloyd Webber page. So. Did you know that it happened again with Lacage? What? No, it happened again. Buddy. Poor Maury. He started poor, writing Lacage. This actually ha- it came. It happened earlier. He started writing like his version of Lacage based mm, on the, yeah. the book in 1981, and then Jerry Herman's. One came out in 1983, and he was like, damn it. Okay, everyone just tell me what you're working on. I can't get anything released, and then other people do it better. Um, It's like like something rotten the musical, but (laughs) but it's his life. (laughs) He just needs a soothsayer. Anyway. But at least he got Titanic out, and no one wrote another Titanic, and no one wrote another Grand Hotel. Weren't there two? Wait, what? There were two. There was another Titanic concert thing I'm sure there was yeah it does ring Am a I bell making this up? you're ringing a bell and it was very close yeah right it's like same year or just before or just after bless him Titanic was 97 Zane's googling we're having a google, on the google, having google a machine google. well no one um, wrote another grand hotel or a nine so he was good there um yes and he wrote a ballet score called Tom Sawyer which is a hilarious. ballet in three acts in 2011 and the um, music from that is actually really interesting. It's nice, yeah. yeah. Like, have a listen if you're in the mood for some ballet music. <laughs> oh no, ballet so teachers it premiered the same year as the film Titanic. It wasn't. Oh, a maybe that's what I was thinking of. Oh, that might be that so other again, more famous thing. overshadowed <laughs> by the film. Poor Maury. Um, yeah, so if you want to know what Maury's up to, just check out every other release. That <laughs> every just other thing. He also um, wrote uh, an Alice in Wonderland musical when he was everyone. at uni, uh, but it never saw the light of day. Um, I'm okay with that. <laughs> he was really into atonal stuff at the time, so oof, oof. it might not have been good. Would have suited the tone of the I mean, yes, it would be a story. trip, but... Yeah. Um, um, other fun facts. Not a trip I want to go on. Um, because I just went down a rabbit hole on, on Maury. He wrote a cello concerto. That was performed by Yo-Yo Ma. Whoa. That oh. happened. That's the thing that happened. It's very um, Andrew Lloyd Webber as well. He was in the He's same like, place as yeah, Alan Menken and Howard that. Ashman at a musical theatre workshop oh. um, where they got to try out their stuff for Broadway oh, cool. people. He's worked um, with Howard Ashman as a director on something. He has. I'm sure I saw that. I think yeah. Ashman directed Nine. Nine? They, uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched – it was not mentioned in the Disney documentary. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Good documentary, highly recommend. Yeah. And my favourite, um, well, not my favourite, I have so many favourites. This is a fun, another fun fact. Last final, the last fun fact, good grief, uh, is he wrote a piece called An American Cantata for Orchestra and 2,000 Voices. Holy uh, bajoli. A choir of 2,000 specifically. Uh, singing in unison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But can you imagine two thousand oh. people seeing you? Isn't that eternally? Yes. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not. And on that note, do you have anything to plug, Haley? Um, I have do. Have any atonal concerts coming up? Nothing atonal. Just good, delicious contemporary music theatre. Um, I am music directing. Be more chill. Nice. Um, with Phoenix Ensemble uh, down in Binley, and that opens in the last week of October. October, and then it, it runs, I think, until the second or third week of November. So, 
So and uh, the little space out there is socially distanced. It is socially distanced, so we get your tickets because <laughs> it will sell out because we have half venue tickets to available. Start with, yes. Yep, tiny venue um, to start with, only half tickets available. So so it'll be an exclusive performance uh, <laughs> for everyone who goes. Um, yes. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for coming on and talking to us about Maureen Yeston's uh, December songs. The one thing that somebody else didn't... Oh, wait. Yeah, no, except for that Schumann guy. Um, <laughs> Schubert? Oh, Schubert. <laughs> Not Schumann. <laughs> Schubert, guy. Schubert did it a long time before yeah, yeah, Maureen yeah, yeah, Yeston. Yeah. <laughs> a long time. Um, it's been a pleasure and we hope to see you again. Um, mm. You are duly approved, which means you can come back anytime. Yay, thank you. Bring back Pirate Queen. Someone's I been yeah. about that. I just assumed it had been done. No. But if it hasn't been done, I will gladly talk about <laughs> Pirate Queen. Um, and if there are any other shows that you would like us, you, the audience, um, and also you, Haley, would like us to talk about on the show, please um, reach out to us on our socials, Facebook, Musicals Taught Me, Everything I Know, on Twitter and Insta, we are Musicals Teach Me. Um, you can send us an email if it's a very long list, musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com. Um, someone will get back to you at some point, at some time, usually. I think I don't know I don't have access to the emails <laughs> neither do I probably so. deliberate um, <laughs> um, if you would like to send us a couple of bucks a month so we can keep doing this amazing thing and uh, producer Zane can keep producing a thousand and one podcasts um Chuck us a few bucks on patreon.com where uh, at musicals taught me everything I know uh, but you can also jump onto the that's not canon patreon um, if you want to give to the general cause rather than just to us also um, uh, because we're now hosted on Acast as is the rest of that's not canon there will be a link in the show notes if you just want to give us a once off payment rather than committing oh. to be a patron uh, we loved this particular episode donation yes uh, so you can just find that in the episode notes of uh, of every episode. Every single episode. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Sorry, I got too excited. Um, I think that's it. Have I done all of the things? Mm-hmm. In the right order, yes. Yeah, woo! Well done. Um, there were a few mistakes at the top, but I, can I have half the cake? Yes. Uh, yes. I'll order the cake now. Okay, good. Um, thank you very much, Julie Eisentrager. You're more than For welcome. being on this episode and also ordering the cake. Thank you very much, Nancy Weber, for pushing the buttons. Thank mine you very and much. on that machine. Um, my name is Miranda Selwood. And lastly, thank you to our wonderful guest, Haley Marsh. Hey. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Gollum has an unhealthy obsession about some bit of jewellery. Doesn't even know this is what the precious is. Stupid therapist. Cookie Monster's a bit of a stress eater. Cookie, cookie, cookie! And homicidal robots really just want their best friend back. I know I did and said things that she regrets, but why is that my problem? All of these monsters really need is therapy. The podcast Therapy for Monsters finally puts monsters in a therapy chair with a real therapist. Me, Tim, your friendly neighbourhood therapist. If you'd like to learn a bit and laugh a bit, check out Therapy for Monsters on your favourite podcast app. Uh, That's Not Gunner Productions podcast.